Welcome to the family with Brock of Basham, MD, Hackmaster. Alex Brandt Bernard Rasmussen. Co host, Catherine Brandt. <laughs> and Andy Brandt Bernard. We'll be right back and we'll turn mom's mic up right after this with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Well, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? And I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Tom here for my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer's rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care, it's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer and get Walzer Care for free. Because he's Judy. Was it easy or Judy? I can't remember. I think it's Judy. Judy sure is alone. It's all true. Your mother's in a great mood because a lot of work was just lifted off her shoulders oh my this God, morning. I have no idea. <laughs> it's a lot of work for everybody. Which I think is pretty good. Yeah, you know, it all works out in the end. Life is life is grand. Yep. And now we'll be. Uh, well, kind of in between Andy's house and Alex's house. A little closer to Alex's house, but right down 169 would be not that far from your house either, Andy. Would you like to give out our address since you've been giving out your email? On yeah, who cares? No, nothing <laughs> happened because of <laughs> you calm down, sister. Good God. Yeah. Unbelievable. Don't do that stuff, weirdo. No. So, yeah, that's uh, it all works out. In the end, that's all I'm saying. I uh, I literally have been spending the last couple of days on the morning show talking about the fact that it's gotten so psychotic with all the stuff going on with the election and all that that I don't even talk politics. I don't even talk about politics anymore. Thank God. Seriously, there's no reason to do it because they're, they're, they're never going to, no matter who it is, they're never going to be happy, so why why bother? Agreed. And this is, this is not a political thing, but I do want to ask you guys, do you think we'll ever get over being viciously, horribly mean to one another? 
Well, you think it's ever going to end? Well, maybe because it did end at the end, 60s, 70s. It ended after we killed a bunch yeah, of people. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's right. You know, it, it oh, just sort true. of settled down and people uh, were more amenable. <laughs> but it's, uh, here it's more political divisions. Then it was uh, ideologic divisions. People didn't want the war. You know, yeah. they, they, it, 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 I think it was a little bit different uh, then. Um, but I, I, I hope so. God bless. I hope so. Jesus, it's just such a mess. Oh my God! They, they, uh, there's a story about this young kid, uh, Jason Davis. No, not the one that was on Channel Five. Different Jason Davis. He's a voice actor on Disney. He died at 35 years old. Uh, I'm so heartbroken to share the saddest news of my life. His mother said in a statement to the Hollywood Reporter, "Jason had a true heart of gold with a zest for life. I think he had a drug problem. It seems like it anyway. So I don't know if that's what killed him. It doesn't say what killed him." But the thing about that, I don't know who Jason Davis is. I looked at his picture. I don't recognize him. But here's a young man who lost his life at 35, no matter what it was, disease or drug addiction or what it was. This is a woman who's lost her baby boy. Yep. And she gets to go to the national press now. This is a national news story. Uh, the police think it was a heroin overdose of which he was addicted. No, it's two which he was addicted. It was Mikey from Recess. Oh. Yeah, right. Mikey, yeah. Mikey, yep, he was the best. He was like the Zen one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and Apparently, you know, he wasn't. You know what his full? Too well, Zen. He was a heroin addict. Yeah. Yes. Do you know what his full name was on the show? No. Oh yeah. Mikey's full name on the show was Mike Bloomberg. Was it really? <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yep. Oh my yeah. God. One Weird. dies and another one rises from the ashes. The, oh, yeah, the yeah. phoenix. Um, I tell you what, honest to God, they're, they're, the comment sections. <laughs> Uh, Don't look at the comments. Yeah, but, really. But the, the reason I am looking at the comment section is because I saw one posted. And this is a woman who in the national news is going to eventually have to look at the things that people have said about her son. It is unbelievable. Oh, uh, what? There's, oh, yeah, you can't. This is her son. Why He's dead at 35. So but I'm just asking it. And the only reason I'm reading this is not, I'm not even mad about it because it's so insane. Right? Yeah. Uh, one guy says, praise God that he's dead. Okay. Another guy, H. Tuttle, says, pedophilia involved, or is that just Disney producers that do that? Uh, but here's the one that, uh, I, is it 1939 right now? Would somebody check the date for me? What year is it? No, it's not 1939. <clears throat> it's 2020? From Barnabas. His grandfather was a billionaire oil man from Denver, but I guess he passed on the crazy Jew gene to his oh grandson. Oh, my God. Do you believe this? You actually said the crazy Jew gene. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's just, unbelievable. It's terrible. Uh, well, so how much, would you like to read that about your baby? Well, it's terrible. And so much uh, for saying anti-Semitism is dead. Uh, yeah, well, Exactly. <laughs> Well, it, everybody's anti-something really strongly yeah. right now. He was well, Jewish-Turkish. That's interesting. Jewish-Turkish? <laughs> yep. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so By the way, I, I just we have yes. Kristen on the phone. Kristen, can you believe that something... Did you hear what I just read, Kristen? I did. That's awful, actually. Besides insane, it's awful. <clears throat> I, I just... 
why do people want to be that horrible to what that's beyond what's way beyond mean that that is absolutely disgustingly know, did, horrible maybe they think they're just being flippant and i think it's so not yeah really that big of a they're thing. like they yeah. think they're being funny like being flippant about that like you should know better at this point yeah i mean it's 2020 and all of a sudden we're talking about the crazy jew gene okay when you settle down there hitler jesus I mean, could you sit down at the keyboard and print, uh, type that out, and before you hit send, wouldn't you look at it and go, am I out of my mind? Well, I mean, I mean that's you? basically uh, half the lines in Curb Your Enthusiasm, so maybe he just walked that. Yeah, maybe, I suppose. Now, here's another guy, Kristen. An Iowa man was arrested Monday after being accused of employing an unusual attempt to school a woman on prejudice and discrimination. The Gazette reports that 52-year-old Robert Lee Noy, who is a black man in America today is facing charges of first-degree harassment and false imprisonment after he allegedly forced a woman at his Cedar Rapids, Iowa home to sit and watch nine and a half hours of Roots so she wow. would better understand oh. her. And I, this is a quote, by the way. She watched, they watched nine and a half hours of Roots so she could better understand her racism. How did well, she get there in the first a, place? Yeah, like, oh, let's come over and have a movie night. Yeah, I guess. Movie got, night. Andy... Yeah, there's a, a there's a group. Of, there's two women. I can't remember who they were. Maybe Andy, you could look this up. For fifteen hundred dollars a plate. Yep, I heard about. They'll come that. over to your house. Yeah. And tell you how much you suck because you're white. Yeah, it was what? like an yeah. whiteness. Yeah. You know, whatever it's, course. Yeah, it's, it, and yeah, yeah it was like, like fifteen hundred dollars per plate. So it was all, it was all, rich, <laughs> white women. Rich taking white the women. Bait. Yep. Sitting there with, oh yeah, t- being told that how awful like they are. Thing. That sounds like Gwyneth Paltrow would be leading that dinner party. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think you're probably absolutely. right. I mean, but really. Uh, See, by the way, to Dawn from, Dawn from my pillow. Yes, Jude loves his new. How does Jude like his dog beds? He loves his dog, he loves dog, his dog beds. beds so All thank three you. of them. He's got three more of them down to him. He's got four now. Yeah. Birch loves his my pillow bed. I just had oh, to wash it a bunch because he barfed all over it from eating thirty chocolate truffles on Valentine's Day. Tasty. Oh, yeah, God. that's what I heard. I had to force. I, to I had to force feed him hydrogen peroxide so he would barf. Thirty is and a yeah, lot of boy, truffles. All of the truffles. Boy, did yeah. he! Would you take all the truffles? Why'd you take all the truffles? I only got one bag. I was going to dole them all out, but then... I got none. And the dogs ate them? Birch. And I think it was, was just Birch. No. The... Either. Zippity-doo-dah. Birch. It was all Birch. Or May has a, an iron stomach. I have force-fed her hydrogen peroxide twice. Stomach. Didn't even barf. I don't know. She's a really? trash. She's a trash can on legs. Hmm. <laughs> trash can puppy. Seriously. So, Street Kristen, dog. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Why do people hate each other so much right now? I mean, it's be look. I understand. Can you imagine Ralph Basham if we had had social media back in the 1960s? How horrible it would have gotten. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it would have been horrible. But this is getting worse by the day. We are literally breaking up into groups where black men are forcing white women to watch a movie because of their quote unquote racism we got a guy saying oh he died because of his what was it crazy jew gene yeah, I think that, yeah. so we're separating into groups now and i i would blame that on our national leaders yes. because that hatred you spew out of your mouths on a daily basis people are picking that up and going 
Oh, I'm black. All white people hate me. Oh, I'm Christian, so I hate Jews. We're we're breaking up into crowds just like we used to do in, the, in our own little crowd, just like they did before World War II. Or right well, after World War One, actually. I don't know if we ever stopped totally. Well, not this bad. No, not this bad. But I don't think a lot of people ever stopped. God, no. Since, I, I I read this stuff. Since the fifties and sixties, you, you know, the racism, anti-Semitism, really has has softened. I mean, yeah. it's not quite. You know, I we're not running people over with trucks. We're not hitting them with two by fours out of a truck. I mean, there's just all there's all sorts of right. horrific crimes that are done as a result of racism, race crimes. Then you know that's not going on. But still, the, this this sense of uh, I don't know. Uh, cultural sameness you know people want i mean maybe it's just a natural thing you know goes on everywhere else in the world you know we're not the only ones that are like that you know you know you get the wrong tribe there in africa you're dead you're dead yeah it's true i i just really wish that that our leaders whether it be politicians or or hollywood people or tv people or newspaper people you would take much more responsibility of things you say because people are reading that going ah you're absolutely right everybody hates me because i'm this that or the other thing you are driving this there is no question about it right yep yeah i I, in large part it It is it's in and a number of the past elections perhaps said before the presidential elections are were based on hatred more than anything else yeah they are they know this election is going to be based on hatred more than anything else which is not a good idea you're going to end up with one billionaire or another the way it looks now the one thing and this is a total aside this is not political at all i'm just trying to put myself in joe biden's head how much does that hurt that obama is endorsing mike bloomberg is not his own vice president Oh, man, that's got to be painful. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) To watch the guy, he was the vice president for his presidency, and he doesn't endorse you. Yeah, that's that's rough. That's got to be (laughs) Follow the money. Yeah, well, you you wonder. It's all about money. Yeah, I think you're right. It's all about money, and someone saw some. Mm -hmm. A little bit of gravy, a few more extra private plane flights. he's got a couple more dollars than Joe does, so. Yeah, a couple more. So, Kristen, are you going to spend like two billion dollars on your career in the next year? <laughs> that would be amazing <laughs> if I could. But I would Wouldn't actually, if I had two billion dollars, I would be working part time and then vacationing the other time. I would yeah. be honestly uh, spending all my money to try and be a president because of my ego. Well, I think the problem is, is when you've got that much money, you've done everything. Yeah. You've seen everything. Yeah. You've been everywhere you've ever wanted to be, and now it's and then it's like, okay, yeah. sick Charity, of spending money. Go, I would work towards charitable causes, like something that I was really passionate about. That yeah, right, you know what right. I mean? That I can get face yeah. and travel for and speak about with my money. Um, and not charge right. the charity of like, oh, you have to fly me first class here so I can speak at your event. I'll fly myself. Like that would be right. something that I would enjoy and still be fulfilling and everything. You know, I find it fascinating that the president of the United States, Donald Trump, is a billionaire who up until he ran for president was a Democrat. And now we have Michael Bloomberg up until he ran for president was a Republican. <laughs> what happened here? I mean, what is this? Everyone's flip-flopping. 
Yeah, I guess they're flip-flops. And do we know, like, honestly, because within each party, there are two parties, because you have the far right, and then you have the moderates, and then you've got the same thing on the Democratic side. You've got, you know, the progressives and the moderates. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. The moderates barely have a voice anymore. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have much of a voice anymore. Although they're the majority. They are the majority. Silent majority. Do you think that it makes much of a difference at all? And again, I I don't have a dog in this fight because I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. Do you think there's going to be any discernible difference between Donald Trump and Michael Bloomberg? I I don't feel like there's much of a difference when you add Bernie Sanders even into the mix. No. I don't at all. It's just not that big a difference. No. I don't know. We'll see how it works out. But, you know, God bless you. Whomever whomever you guys elect president of the United States, I'll go, hey, that's a president. Good. I'll honor the president. So I don't, I don't, to me, I don't really care who it is because basically after they pissed away 40 million of our dollars on the impeachment, 40 million dollars of our tax money went down the drain for no reason. That's nothing to so many other issues to fight. I know. There's so many yes. issues. Like, take education is a joke in this country. Let's start right there. Right, it is. It's a yep. joke. It is. It's sad. Right. Take $47 million, ship it overseas to give people clean water and sewage. Go to Flint, yep, Michigan and give them clean water. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, the thing about the money for the impeachment is that it didn't just go nowhere. It went to certain people who wanted oh, yeah. it very oh, much. So, yeah, they wanted the money. We'll be right back in a couple of minutes. Kristen Burt with us, Ralph Basham with us, the kids. What more could I ask for as a dad in America? You know what I mean? Just go to yeah. break. We'll just go to break. Okay, sorry. We'll just go to break. <laughs> Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Tell me, Michael, we've been talking about North American Banking Company for a few years now. One thing we've discussed is that the bank is locally owned and operated. Well, how does that benefit your customer? Tommy, projects and opportunities for expansion come up quickly for business owners. A locally owned and managed bank like North American Banking Company means decisions can be made just as quickly. We know Minnesota. We live in the communities we serve. So we have experience and firsthand knowledge for what's happening in your life where you live. That means decisions are made here. We don't ship them off or pass the buck someplace out of state. Finally, getting our customers quick answers allows them to take decisive action, and that's how business gets done. Man, Michael, you're getting good at this. Practice makes perfect. Uh, perfect? <laughs> <laughs> Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. Punching yourself in the head. No, that's not it. What? What is it? 
nothing. I just thought I would sing along, but I had the words wrong. Punching yourself in the head is what you went with. Exactly. Okay. A, right there. Oh, by the choice. way, I can't tell you where Michael Bryant is, but he's on a beach right now. Mm-hmm. I don't Look even know where picture, he is. Catherine. I do. Oh. There's a picture of his feet. He's in the sand by the ocean, and it says, last minutes, yeah. he's going back yeah. home Oh, today. he's going back home today? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a nice day outside today. The sun's yeah, out. It's not going to be this week, though. Yep. It's going to be well, minus nine on Wednesday. It's fine. Six below tonight. Yeah, but you, mm-hmm. you, those few, the last few minutes on that beach or last day on that beach, that's a, that is painful. <laughs> Although, exactly. if you stay there long enough, you start feeling like, I'm never going to not be hot again. <clears throat> so coming back well, you, here is like, ah. Uh, you hate you heat more than hotness. anyone I've ever seen yeah, in I my do. life. Than any living human. Yeah, I don't do well o- with heat. That ocean does really well for the heat. It does not. Ah, uh, sunburn yep. though. Oh, yeah, I get sunburned too. Oh my god! I got all he's, the problems when it comes to the he's sun. He's not good with sun and no, the he's sun not. isn't my friend. No. You know what, Andy? You're like the Bob Sansevier of this family. Yesterday we get back, our first day back from Key West. And by the way, Kristen, you said you were coming to Key West. Where were you? I was in Vienna the last two weeks. Oh, big shot! Big <laughs> shot, <laughs> Vienna. Wow. Yes, and then I got stuck in London, so I was supposed to return on Sunday. I came back late last night, so I'm feeling jet laggy this morning. Yeah, I could see see jet laggy. Yeah, that'll work out. Yeah, I'm nine hours um, ahead of the rest of Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we bring tons of people down to Key West. We do two shows down there. Weather was spectacular. Had a great time. Andy and uh, Melissa came down. Alex and the babies came down. It was a great time. had a had a wonderful was situation. It, was it a great time? Well, Uh-oh. you know, maybe maybe the kids might want to stay at home next time, so you could they have one very moment happy. of peace. They both got the flu while we were there, so yeah, oh, terrible. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. great. So we got there Saturday evening. Fawn spiked a fever Saturday night. Had a fever all day Sunday. Sage got the fever Sunday night. Had a fever all day Monday into Tuesday. Whoops. I got a fever Tuesday night, but then woke up. I had, like, chills, body aches, the whole deal. But then I woke up Tuesday fine. And we were all fine Tuesday and Wednesday. So for two days, it was nice. Yeah, that sounds like a really fun vacation. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I missed it. It was exhausting. <laughs> Every day since I've been home, I've gone to bed at, like, 8 p.m. Because I'm just, like... <laughs> Still trying to catch yeah, up on just, recovering. Yeah. Exactly. Well, yeah. And speaking so, of viremias, well, how, how's, how's the coronavirus treating oh, yeah. out that way? Yeah. You know what's really interesting is that the European media is handling it much differently than the U.S. media. And one of the biggest focuses about coronavirus on that side of the ocean is talking about the global economic impact it's going to have and is yes. already starting to have and oh, they're yeah. already predicting oh, a yeah. global recession. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I can under- a global recession based on the coronavirus. Well, Apple stock dropped because they can't uh, get their parts. Yeah, can't that's get right. the phones going. And, 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 going to work. and what this might do, this might say, hey, you know, maybe we should diversify production yeah, outside of one country or Good. one area. Right. Good. It's about think? time. Yeah, there's plenty and, of third world countries you can exploit. <laughs> we can and I also yeah, think exactly. it's interesting where we have the Olympics happening in Tokyo. As of right now, they're saying we're not delaying the Olympics <coughs> by any means. But if this does continue oh, and yeah. is much worse than initially reported, what will they do if they have to postpone the Olympics? 
Yeah, Dan right. was supposed to go to Japan in May, and now I think they're postponing their trip until October. Mm. You know, Tokyo's always, they they really never, despite the extreme population density, they don't really have epidemics, though, because they're so That's because they shut them down. Yeah, they're good at handling that kind of thing. Everyone wears a mask if they feel sick, or they just, you know, don't leave the house if they don't have to. Right. The guy that sat next to you on the plane on the way down to Key West, was it down to Key West or home? It was home. The to old Atlanta, guy who I thought had tuberculosis or yeah, something. He, the, he wore <laughs> cotton gloves and wouldn't touch any of his food, so he would like wrap all his food in plastic oh, with his hands, with his gloves, uh, and then like. But he sure did cough into the air without covering it. Yeah, no problem. he was an interesting. Oh, guy. He didn't want to get sick, but yeah, he wanted to give it to everyone else. Pneumonia man. That's what I found too. I wore masks Larry. on the plane, and so many people had coughs, and they were just like coughing out in the air. I know. Yeah, my daughter's better at covering her cough than a lot of adults. No, it's gross. Speaking of, the only time, and I told Bilski this, I, you know, Bilski's North American Banking Company. I said the only time I ever wear a mask is when I come into your bank, and he said, you know, I'm kind of uncomfortable with that, and therefore, and well, you um, should. Well, you should absolutely. Um, but in any case, we get back from from uh, we do our first show, and Tony Lee and Candace are not back because uh, they got stranded. So we're just talking okay. about Key West and how what? What was the truth with that, Candace? Didn't yeah, did get she out just of Key miss West. her flight? Did she just no. like want to stay an extra day because she made, found out it was going to be below zero? They made her le- get off the airplane, which Why? I would have never let her get on the airplane what did in the first she place. Do? <clears throat> no, 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 no. They said there wasn't any room, so I don't know. Oh. But in any case, hmm. so we're talking about what a great time it was. A beautiful hotel. The Reach is wonderful. Alex and Andy had both had nice. Uh, Nice rooms. Catherine and I had a really nice room. It was nice and quiet. The food was terrific. The, the listeners are just wonderful, wonderful people. And everybody on the show is, is just talking nonstop about the hard rock in Key West and what a great time it was. And then Bob Sansevier. Yeah. The beaches suck. <laughs> Oh my I'm God! Like, what? Key West is not about the beaches. And I said, well, actually, one thing about Key West beaches is that they are all man-made. Every last one of them. And they are. Yeah. They that are. is yep. why the sand is. It's a. It's so fine that you don't really see that kind of sand anywhere else in the world because right. they make it as fine as possible so they can spray it out and make the beaches. So it's got like the consistency see. of, like if you've ever mixed cornstarch and water together. It feels like huh. that. Sugar. It's actually very nice. Sugar. Compared to like Indeed. the uh, shelly or rocky beaches you find pretty much everywhere else. But I honest to God on the air, I said, leave it up to you, Sansevier, to be the only one to bitch about anything when all you had to do was call me and say, Tom, is there a nice beach? And I'd go, yeah, it's at the reach. Come on over. All he had to do was ask me where the nice beach was, and I would have brought him up. Didn't bother to do that, though. Why? Because he's a... New Jersey Italian, that's why. Well, like, Bob hangs out at a beach, really? No, I no. Bob <laughs> at happening. a beach. I was going to say. Not you know happening. what, Kristen, I don't know if you remember Bob Sands, if you've been on the show or not. You remember Bob? Um, I remember the name, but I don't know if I necessarily remember him. You'd recognize his voice. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's what you here's what you would love about Bob Sansevier, the true story. You go to the beach with Bob Sansevier. He takes off his shirt. He was born <clears> with three <throat> nipples. He was? Oh, Great, just huh? like Mark Wahlberg. I did not know yes. that. And Chandler Bing. Yep, he's got and three Chandler. Nubbins. He's got his nubbin. <laughs> Chandler Bing, too. Yep. yep. I didn't know Chandler Bing. I did not know that. Yeah, he called it his nubbin. But, uh, mm-hmm. 
His nubbin? Is there yeah, a medical? Yeah. Is that that's not a medical no. term? No, yes. it is. Yeah, supernumerary a nipple. Nubbin? Well, yeah. well, yeah, but, but nubbin. nubbin. No, no, no. Just supernumerary a, nipple. Just a pet, a pet name. <laughs> yeah, not I'm nubbin. sorry, you've been diagnosed with a nubbin. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there that's just a nubbin. Nothing to worry about. There no you big have deal. it. It's just a nubbin. Don't worry about <laughs> a thing. On, but uh, yeah, it was it was terrific. Although there is one of my uh, favorite. N- names for a uh, skin syndrome, the blue rubber bleb nevis. <laughs> what? So nubbin isn't that far that? off that the reality. Unpleasant. Ne- neb. <clears throat> well. Bleb. Yeah. There you go. Oh, bleb is a <laughs> blue rubber bleb nevis. Yeah, bleb. And it's not. Bleb. It's not that big a deal. Yep. It's just like a weird thing on your skin. A bleb is a large blister. Yeah. But if you can get a bleb, why not a nubbin? Yeah. That's the point. <laughs> I suppose that is true. Yes, I suppose you're absolutely right about that. <clears throat> but yeah, it was a great trip, and uh, it's too bad, Kristen, you should have been there because everybody was asking. Because they heard me talking to you, talking about it on the podcast, and kept saying, "All right, so where's Kristen? We want to meet Kristen." I I'm said, sure everybody in the West was asking that question. <laughs> they were coming off the cruise ships. Where's Kristen? Where's With their Kristen? Mouths here, and that's their why we stopped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I'm telling you something right now that one of the things that I love about Key West is if you want to be laid back, you go to the other side of the island over to the Reach or Casa Marina. Mm -hmm. Very laid back. You want action, you go down Duval Street. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I really liked about Key West was the sense of humor that people have about themselves. (laughs) And Kristen and Ralph, you will love this, I think. I'm walking down the street one day, Duval, I'm on my way to... See this T-shirt in the T-shirt store window, All right? This is on Duval Street in oh, Key God. West. Mm-hmm. I see the T-shirt in the window, and you know what it said, Kristen and Ralph? You'll never guess. It said, I'm not gay, but 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of much worse T-shirts down there, too, by the way. Yeah, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. They have oh, a yeah. horrible problem displaying T-shirts that I'm pretty sure would be illegal to put in a window here. <laughs> yeah. Or to wear. You'd probably pretty, be like, this is yes. public indecency. Yeah, how? Like, can I, you wear shirts like that? Like, out? If I were to wear that T-shirt in Minneapolis, I feel like I would get arrested. Yeah, I don't know. No, you wouldn't get arrested, but they tell you not, to take it off. Not probably, the $20 one, but some of the other ones we've seen that we can't even say. The one that I got. Like that, yeah. I'm there pretty sure that's the, against the public that indecency laws. Uh, and all the listeners I are just like, thought, hmm. I just love the fact that they have such a great sense of humor about themselves. The people of Key West have a great sense of humor about whether it's the laid back part or the drinking part or the gay part or whatever it is they have a great sense of humor about themselves and i really love that you know there's not a lot of hatred there <coughs> no i didn't you don't i have never run into idiots we've been there several times and i never run into that stuff everybody's very very friendly very nice i enjoyed it and they it was a great time so embraced their local chicken population yeah oh my god there are chickens and ever. roosters everywhere which fawn literally everywhere loved Yep. Every block Googar, had a rooster Googar. or two. Googar. That's what Sage called Googar. the roosters. Mm. Googar. Googar. <laughs> so cute. I know. Yeah, so I know. It was so funny. We're there five days, and the first three days, they're like, oh, look at all the chickens. Look at all the chickens. So excited. And by day four, they're like, meh. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just a chicken. I had to shield their eyes from chicken rape. Well, I mean. Oh, that's not. Yeah, I, I suppose. It was. No, I was oh, like, I don't want that. them to see that. 
Why not? Speaking of that. Because it looks like they're teachable, like, teachable moment. It could be a teachable it moment. It like a it happy, violent. gentle thing. Yeah, it, well, it looks lasts about violent. two seconds. It lasts so, about I mean, two seconds, and it's violent looking. I was, I just didn't want to. I wouldn't fight. call it rape. That's why there's so many chickens. I think no, there's a consensual element to it. She was just minor her own business no, walking down the street, no, and the no, rooster she, just that, went was, after her. Also, birds, it's like, you know. I don't think they have the intelligence to understand the concept, really. I know they don't, but it looked very violent. Mm. That's why I did called she, it that. Did you see any rooster on rooster? No. No, they it's don't do that. Okay, they, okay, like, unless you're talking <coughs> about Sadly, murder, no. then they'll try to do <laughs> that. They'll do but, that. Yeah. I will tell you something, though. I was with my friend Doug Dawson and my other friend Roy Watson, and there's this pond, and we look over, and I said, what the hell is that all about? There's this very large black shape, and I couldn't tell what it was, and it was bouncing up and down in the water, and I went, what the hell is that? Doug looks over and goes, it's otters having sex. Oh. I'm like, what? That was the weirdest <laughs> thing I have ever seen in my entire life. It's like two otters going at it in a pond. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> it was very otters bizarre looking. Really. Too. They do. Must yeah, they do. That's how you get more otters. For. More otters come from that. That's absolutely true. But so, Kristen, when we come back for the the third segment this hour, I want to talk to you about a new TV show that Catherine and I have been watching. I want to see if you've been watching it, and also some tips from you on what you have been watching, if you know what I'm saying. You got. You can dial that in, can't you? I can handle that. We got it. I knew it. I knew you could cover it all. We will take a break. Be right back with Kristen Burt, Ralph Basham, and the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> if I could save time in a bottle. I thought I was, uh, what's his name again? Jim Sebastian. Croce? Marine Man? Yeah. Um. 
Hello? Did they drop? They dropped. Mmm, great. Well, Kristen, what's up? Hello? Hi. Oh. I got muted or something. My parents are... Maybe they're... Oh, there they are. Oh, there. You dropped. Okay. What happened? <laughs> what, we did? Yep. That's really weird. I don't know why it hasn't dropped in five days, so that's not good news. Um, well, whatever. We'll take care of it. Yeah, whatever it dropped, whatever, we'll get over it. Um, so, Kristen. Yeah. Uh, Catherine and I have been watching, so far we've seen two episodes of this new show this year. It's on HBO. It's called The Outsider. Have you seen it? I have it? not watched it yet. What do you Holy think so far? God, is it good? It is. Ve- I'm telling you what, and I'm not kidding you. It is a very, very. <clears throat> what would you say? Dramatic, Catherine. It's very dramatic and very intense. It's very intense. Oh, yeah, well, it's Stephen word. King, so that makes Stephen sense. Stephen King, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's gotta be good. And I don't usually see. I don't usually like him. At I don't all, either. But this I don't is, either. This. It, well, if this goes somewhere, usually the problem I have with Stephen King anything is it just never goes anywhere. Yeah. You know, one of the. Well, I, I, I was I, I mentioned I was watching I've been watching The Expanse, which is a science fiction uh, a story that was based on a novel by uh, a, a, a pen named Corey. And th- since it's a series, and since it, it it went on for at least three, actually four seasons, they follow the book very carefully because I'm reading the book at the same time, and they follow it very carefully, and that gives added depth to those shows, I think. Because when you watch, you're trying to make a two-hour movie and you have a book that's, you know, 500 pages long, you just cut out a bunch of stuff and it's just not as intense. You just And you lose right. some of the connection. Yeah. So you get an that's emotional true. connection like you do when you're reading a book. So much so. So these series are just going to be... And how many times? They're just exceptional, exceptional, exceptional because of that experience. No, I think you're absolutely right about that. It... I don't. I agree with you guys. I don't really care for Stephen King's writing because I, I, I like the original Pet Cemetery. I thought that was pretty well written. But I'm sorry, I'm not going to sit and read a horror book for 1,100 pages. That's not going to happen. Pages. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I like yeah, the I'm just Shining. Not... I did like the Shining. See, I didn't. I didn't care for that at all. <clears throat> And I don't know why that is. Uh, yeah, I just I did not care for it. I thought Jack Nicholson was good in it, but the rest of it I thought was like, eh, it's okay. Did you read the book though? Yeah. The book is really good, but oh, you is do it? have to no. dig in. Yeah, I did yeah. not. I did not. But The Outsider is Ben Mendelsohn, uh, Jason Bateman's in it. Really, really good. Really, really good. I think. What do you think, Catherine? You think it's that good? As good as I think? I do. I I think it's really good. It's um. The acting is really good. Seems like the direction is really good. I hope that the writing holds up. Yeah. Well, yeah, the writing's going to have to hold up. But yeah. Ben Mendelsohn, is, he was in uh, Bloodline, that uh, drama that took place down on uh, Isla Mirada. Yeah, in the he Keys. was the one that was like the drug addict bad seed oh. of yeah, the he family. Was, he was the bad seed. <laughs> but he's terrific in it. Yeah, if you get a chance... It's called The Outsider. Give it a whirl because it's <laughs> it's very, very enjoyable. So what else is new, Kristen, in Hollywood? What do we got coming out, whether it's on, you know, cable or television, movies, any good anything you're really wild about? I think um, some of the really big shows um, are on their way. They're coming. So that's the interesting thing. Um, one that just started that's on Hulu, High Fidelity. Um, I watched the pilot, and I really liked it, and that is 
based off of a 1995 book that was made into a 2000 movie, and now it's a series in 2020, but it stars Zoe Kravitz. And she's doing, I feel like she's doing really interesting work. She was in Big Little Lies, um, and I think she is always someone to watch. So that just premiered on Valentine's Day. And okay. so I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the series. <clears throat> and the other show that's really on my radar is Little Fires Everywhere, which is also Hulu, but it's not coming out until March. Um, it's based on um, sort of class and race wars in a suburban Ohio town. And it stars Kerry Washington and Reese Witherspoon. And this is another oh, like one that. of Reese Witherspoon's projects that she's optioned from books with her production company um, and produced. So I'm interested to see what happens with that, because that was really highly anticipated. Yeah, I, I, what happened to broadcast? No, I have a question for you, and I'm very yeah. serious about this, and it's for all of you, but Kristen, you've been around the business for so long. I looked at the, the last ratings for broadcast television, ABC, NBC, CBS, and, uh, and Fox, right? Mm-hmm. When are they going to give up on the 18 to 49 demo? That's the dumbest thing I have ever heard in my entire life. Nobody under 35 watches television. They just don't. Um, they don't. And they, you know, they watch everything off of streaming, YouTube. Oftentimes they're trying to find it somewhere on the Internet. They're not even subscribing to Netflix or they're still on their parents' Netflix account. Right, uh, right. And the 18 to 49 demo, first of all, as we know, the people who watch broadcast TV are over 55. And that is a proven yep. statistic. And I, I would say probably even over 60 is probably a more reliable number than 55. And right. also, you have to take a look, and people are living longer. People are healthy and virile. And guess what? You know what? They need to be, um, when it comes to advertising, they should be targeted, too. It's kind of offensive that all of a sudden you're basically you know, 50 years old and nobody cares about you anymore. You're like, hey, you I'm know, still buying clothes and, and items and cars and houses. and Ageism. That's exactly it is ageism, my And it's kind of disgusting. And the one thing I want to say, and this kind of includes politics, too, because we've heard a little bit of the ageism during this campaign, is the fact that mm-hmm. ageism is kind of the last sort of area or issue that people are willing to, yep. to hit. Like, we're willing to talk about racism. We're willing to talk about sexism. Why aren't we talking about ageism? I'm glad you guys brought that up because that was my, my exact point. If you continue to go after 18, to, and, the, and it's, this is on the advertising agencies, by the way. This is on mm-hmm. them t- 100%. If they continue to demand the 18 to 49 demo for television and the 2554 demo for radio, they're going to get sued in, into oblivion because you want to talk about all of the money is in the pockets of people 45 plus. All of it. They have all the money from 45 to death, right? And mm-hmm. you're ignoring it because of ageism. You're, they are going to get sued into oblivion well, if they don't stop. Advertising agencies are notorious for hiring people right out of college. Yeah, like 24 years. So they don't have to pay right. them hardly anything. But the problem with that is you can't ignore people who have all the money. You know how much money they're costing businesses by demanding an 18 to 49 demo on television? It makes no sense. That's really bad business. And the only reason they're doing it is so they can pay less for buying television time. They're doing it for money. That's why they're doing it. Why and they're going to get sued into oblivion. Who do you think's going to sue them? All of the TV networks, all of the radio stations, they're all going to... 
the other thing you have to understand is not only do they demand the 18 to 49 television, 25, 54 and radio, but they also balance it for race and all of that stuff. Yeah. They do waiting. So the big problem that you have right now in broadcast television that a lot, a lot of people of different races don't watch television at all, but it looks like they do because they just make them up to throw it in there. You know, that's not serving anybody because it doesn't help the people of that particular race because they don't watch television. Generally, lies don't help anybody. So do you think that's going to be a gigantic lawsuit coming? I'd like to see it, honestly, because we need to do something to even shake up broadcast TV to begin with. I think the only one whose demographics make sense and they cater towards it is CBS. Everybody knows. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. They know exactly who that demographic is. I know exactly who that demographic is. It's not catered to me at all, and it never was. And that's okay. Every, every once in a while I watch CBS. But sure. um, they're the only ones that I feel like have a clear strategy. All the other networks are just trying to – it's literally like shooting ducks in a barrel. They're trying so hard. No, you're absolutely right about that. I, I, I'm really glad that you and Catherine and everybody else on the show today brought it up before I did, because that's exactly what was going to be my point. This is flat-out ageism, and they're going to walk into a buzzsaw if they don't stop, because mm-hmm. just ignoring people over the age of 54 is really stupid. And in television, ignoring people over 49. Are you nuts? It's amazing. you know that... People over 54 years old in America hold $217 trillion in assets, and you ignore them. Almost as much as Michael Bloomberg. <laughs> yeah, almost as much as Michael Bloomberg has. I think it's <laughs> going to be pretty interesting how this all changes because ratings right now, whether it's television, radio, whatever, they're all a scam. They're a, everybody gets a trophy now. Every, it's a scam, 100%, and it's all about making money. So whether it's, you know, Nielsen or it's, you know, or it's the TV networks, uh, you know, having a... And by the way, you mentioned CBS. I watch one show that's not on CBS, and that's Chicago PD on NBC. That's the only show I watch. Oh, that's not true. I watch America's Funniest Home Videos. So there you go. That's on ABC. (laughs) You do with Alfonso Rivero? (laughs) Yeah, Alfonso Rivero. We do watch that. But it's going to be interesting because if they think they're going to, they can just keep scamming people out of money by demanding lower demos, it's going to blow up in their face like there's no tomorrow. Right? Well, let it happen. Let it happen. That's mm-hmm. how yeah, I feel. I agree. I couldn't agree more. I think it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's right around the corner. I'd be very, very careful. Yeah, it's uh, broadcast TV is a 20th century solution for a 21st century problem. And it's just yeah, not the way that it it's is. just uh, with internet and and particularly when they start with the satellite arrays and broadcast having five uh, G nationwide worldwide that is because then you don't have to worry about anything because they just you just you're gonna have, have this five G high speed everywhere. But what's the point of this broadcast TV, which it doesn't have as uh, high bandwidth? It just doesn't make yeah, sense. It's, it's exactly. go, broadcast TV is done. It is, and, and eventually radio will go away as well. Newspapers are over. I mean, my God. Yes. We were in Key West, and it was the, what, the Key West Register? or something, what, Isn't it the newspaper, the Register, I think? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what it is. They said, would you like a newspaper? I said, yeah, I'd like, you know, because I got up at 5.30 in the morning and went down in the lobby and sat there so Catherine could sleep, right? Mm-hmm. They give me the newspaper. It's four pages. 
<laughs> well, to be fair, how much can happen on a three-mile long island? Yeah. <laughs> well, or but cats. how about Another the national news? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Another, <laughs> Two roosters got into chicken. a fight yesterday. That's right. A cat ate both of them. <laughs> a cat got them. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much true. I, I just what think about it's, like a uh, USA Today, though? I mean, because that used to be the standard in yeah, I wonder. for the business traveler. I remember when I was traveling all the time, I always made sure I had a USA Today. Yeah, well, they, I suppose that does make sense, but newspapers are in big, big trouble. And uh, I, once again, you have to be in a situation where where you serve everybody, not just the people you want to save money by turning your back on. You can't do that. It's not good business, first of all, and it's not the humane thing to do. Everybody's the same. When are we going to learn that? Never. I don't think we are. I don't think we are. <laughs> no, everybody really, is the same. Really, don't think we'll ever learn. We say it in words, but we realize not everybody's the same. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I think I really that's that's a genetic thing and that's a cultural thing. Yeah. You want to be around people who are like you, which are the same, but then the other people are not the same. I mean, that that's the root of all racism, bigotry, uh, all that stuff. It's just that's the root of it, and, and you do your best intellectually to get out from underneath it, but. The reality is it's always with us to a certain extent. Yeah, I, it is. Whether it's sexism, racism, it's homophobia, whatever the hell it is. And I will tell you, the way they throw that stuff around, um, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't think it helps anybody. I, 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 throwing around, you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're this, you're that. It's not true. Those not everybody is is those things, so stop tossing that around. All it's doing is causing problems, right? Yep. Eh, what the hell? F- what are you going to do? Fanning the flames of hatred. So. Yeah, why are we doing that? Kristen, is it is it getting worse in Hollywood or better? Um, in terms of like a Harvey Weinstein type of situation, I think the oh, awareness God. definitely helps. Um, there's still going to be people, people who try and get away with it, but... Right now, the jury is deliberating on Harvey Weinstein, and maybe that'll scare some people when he gets some jail time, because he most likely will. Um, yeah. so. I don't see yeah. how he doesn't. If he doesn't, I, I'll be shocked, honestly. He's yeah, there's get no something. way. But, um, I do, and I do feel like a lot of men are looking out for women a little bit more if there's a situation that's a little bit uncomfortable, or speaking up saying, hey, you can't say that to her, or like, hey, that's uncalled for, versus mm-hmm. even just two, three years ago everyone would kind of let it slide or they'd giggle. I also think women feel more empowered. So these are, I just feel like the more you talk about it, the, the more it's like you can expose it or at least lessen the impact. There's always going to be sexism. There's always going to be racism, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't live in a perfect world. It's really amazing about that. I know we only got about one minute left here, but where I grew up, people were not allowed to act like that. And I'm very serious. If you treated a woman poorly in our neighborhood, the guys in the neighborhood wouldn't put up with it. They just wouldn't do it. At least, the, you know, the Andy Fishers and the Laurents and all the people, mm-hmm. they wouldn't put up with it. They, they just would not. So it, it's a different world now, I guess. It just is. All right, Kristen, I suppose you get, what, you got another two, three-week vacation coming up? <laughs> I was act- I was actually working in Vienna, so it wasn't a vacation, oh, even though oh, I did take some time to tour. Um, but here I will be, we go. Uh, yeah, no, I've got to go to work. I've got two shows to do today, so I'm going to try and stay awake for them and then come home and go to bed. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your time today. Welcome back, and we will talk to you next week. 
Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks a lot. We'll be back. Part two with the family.